Alexa, who is Adam Ferrara? Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Virelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear. He has had three Comedy Central specials and his new album is called It's Scary in Here. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere. Sounds like it could be funny. Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. We got a great show for you this week. My guest in the ADD interview is comedian, ghost hunter, tarot card reader. It's my friend, Karen Rontowski. And I just want to take a minute to deviate from our usual opening to say a few words about uh, my friend, Louis Anderson. He was a great, a great comic, a great guy. And, uh, and he, was, uh, he, he was a sweet man. And, 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 and I want to thank you guys for all the messages you sent us and the emails you sent us. Um, uh, it really meant a lot. So super fan shout out for everybody. Um, Sue, Kathleen, Joe Grove. And I wanted to read this little piece uh, from an email I got from Joe Grove because uh, it really made me happy. Um, it's been a rough beginning of the year, but we'll all get through it together. Not because we have to, but because you have truly created a family with your podcast, your comedy, and Talk To Me Tuesday. We're all here to stand with you. I, I just thought that was great because that's was the that's the intention of all mm-hmm. this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All this bullshit is designed so no one feels alone. So I'm glad everybody's here. And when yeah, I, by yes. everybody, I mean my beautiful wife. Hello. Yes. Marcus Stern. Good to see you, my friend. And my best friend in the world, Phil Tag. Look who's back. Look who's back. I'm here. It's good to see your faces. I love you guys. I have missed you all and even Adam. Thank you so too. much. And even Adam. <laughs> Thank you. Can I can I just say one thing about Louie? Yeah. I, I didn't know him. You did. And I loved him to death as a fan. Mm-hmm. But I, I will always be grateful for him coming on the show and giving us what is quite possibly the greatest gambling story in the history of humanity. <laughs> yeah. So I will always smile thinking of that. And I'll always smile thinking about Louie. He was just one of those guys. I wish I'd known him because I know we would have been pals. I just, I loved him to death. And I, I was so glad that he was able to share that, that with us, yeah. you know, and I miss him. Yeah. I, and I just want to say, I was so grateful that you gave him my phone number and we mm. were talking. Mm. He, he was such a sweetheart. Yeah. He was rest in peace, Louie. He's a good dude. Yeah, I'd like to echo that too, man. The first time I ever met him was at the Comedy Corner in West Palm Beach, and I was an open micer, and he was the headliner, and we were on the same night, and he couldn't have been more gracious. Just, yeah, he was one of the sweet ones, man. Yeah. And you know what uh, What I was thinking about uh, while I was thinking about Louie is when I was talking to, uh, to Karen, she mentioned to something in this interview, that's why I'm eager for you guys to hear, especially you, Phil, about how people leave impressions, energetic impressions, uh, in in the world um, now, I get that. Yeah, Louis's mm-hmm. gone, but Phil is here. So the my impression is Phil is the bringer of death. <laughs> <laughs> See, right away you got to bring it back to me in some negative light. I don't think she meant it that way, Adam. Oh, all right, well, <laughs> totally. All right, well, I'll tell you what. The impression you leave, honey, mm-hmm. you leave. Uh, the impression I think of my wife is there will always be a safe, warm place for animals to gather and be fed. And, and and feel like they're not alone. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah. Basically, my wife is like playing uh, 
electricity in tag. She was electricity, and every all the animals <laughs> run over to her to her uh, energetic imprints uh, for their safety. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think my energy would be different. I think it would be one of you know self doubt and uncertainty. <laughs> self-loathing thrown in there. That's good. Anytime anyone is confused, unsure, and breaking out into a sweat, ah, Stern's been here. <laughs> yep, yep, it's either that, that or that cartoon, Peanuts, with that cloud. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was Pigpen. I think, you know what it was in the, the Flintstones was Bad Luck Schlepprock. Oh, that I, that I don't know, but that's Bad sounds... Luck Schlepprock means two things. When he shows up, bad luck's going to happen, and the writers were Jewish. Oh, my gosh, Adam, I just realized something. <laughs> What's yeah. that? Mark looks like Gazoo. Mark does look like the great Gazoo. <laughs> yeah, wow. you do, dude. I, well, wow. The great, what is the great Kazoo? The great Gazoo with a G. <laughs> oh, Gazoo. Yeah. That was a musical instrument. Yeah, no, I'll take great, that. Sure. Yeah, well, he, he's he was from Martian, right? Yes, he was from another planet. <laughs> and he would come down to see Fred and Barney. He'd go, hello, dum-dums. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. That's my energy. I'll All take right. that. I'll take it. It's great because it's better than mine. You know what my, my energy is? An overcast day. That's my energy. <laughs> it's like the sun is out there. Self-actualization, being the best human being. The sun's trying to poke through, but there's clouds of your bullshit that's in the way. Yep. You're the one causing this high-pressure system. All right? <laughs> and you know what the 10-day forecast is? Same bullshit he always does. Back to you, Bill. More of this. That's it's going to go impression. around and round. Yeah. And I was thinking after after talking to Karen, I was thinking about uh, my dad's impression because my dad passed away too. Mm-hmm. And I got to play this for you. I called my mother and had me tell me the story. All right, Ma, we're rolling. I want you to tell a story about the windows. Okay. We had casement windows mm-hmm. in our bedroom. So I was going through, uh, I guess, menopause. Mm-hmm. And I was always hot. Always hot. <laughs> I and remember that. I was screaming. Cold. It's hot. Why oh, is it so freaking? It was the winter. We oh, had no my idea. God, it was horrible. <laughs> and your father was always cold. Yeah. <laughs> so I would open the window and he would say, Close the goddamn window. I'm cold or whatever. <laughs> I would close the window, but, you know, I just, I was just so hot. Mm-hmm. So I would open the window a little bit. Right. Well, he got ballistic. <laughs> so what did he do? He took the cranks off of <laughs> the windows. <laughs> so what does he do with the cranks? He puts them in his drawer, right. his underwear drawer. Right. <laughs> this I remember when this happened when I was a kid. I, first of all, I love my mother going. I was. I guess it was menopause. I was going through. I guess it was menopause. It was either that or. You know, the Midtown Tunnel. I'm not sure what I was going through. <laughs> Could have been malaria. All I know, the body temperature was hot and your father couldn't take it. I remember when all this happened. And my father took the crank, took a Phillips screw, took the cranks off the window. My mother called me. Adam, your father's taking me hostage. He's got me locked in the bedroom like a veal. It's so friggin' hot. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But that's what he did. They were arguing over the window. He goes, okay, I'll show you. <laughs> that's just brilliant. I love your dad so much. There has to be more to the story. Oh, there's a lot more to the story. Oh, what, do you, what do you think? My mom's going to take that laying no. down? No. <laughs> so 
you know, I would do the laundry and take his underwear and put it in his drawer. Mm -hmm. And I found the crank. So I took one crank Mm -hmm. and I put it in my nightstand. I said, you know what? Once he goes to bed, I'm going to open this a little bit. And Mm -hmm. he got crazy, crazy. He was terrible. He he couldn't (laughs) deal with my... He could not deal with my menopause. No, no way, no way. But you know what? He loved me. He loved me dearly. (laughs) So talk about the cranks on your podcast. Okay, I will. All right, I love you, kid. I love you, Mom. Pop loves you. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah. So she she found the one crank and she's like it's, it's too friggin' hot. I don't care if my marriage goes to crap. I'm sweating. Hey, I, I think that's a good negotiation. What? She got she has one crank. Give me at least one crank. It's not the crank. It's the window being open. The crank is what makes it well, go open. So he took that away. Yeah, we, but he took all of them. So yeah, give her one window. He's not taking a chance. Give her one window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the deal. You get one crank, one window, crack it open, and that's it. That's yeah. it. And then you give me back that friggin' handle. You can't be trusted. <laughs> I remember that story because Karen mentioned something about another couple that left an energetic imprint on this earthly plane. So you guys listen to this, and we will see you on the other side. Energy can imprint in our homes or businesses, in space. It can imprint in buildings and in the spaces that we live and work. People that have lived in your home prior, their energy can get stuck in the space. We can feel it. Well, my, my energy is an overcast day. <laughs> it's like the sun is out there, but there's clouds of your bullshit that's in the way. Yep. You're listening to the Adam Ferrara Podcast. This is 30 minutes you'll never get back. I'm up to here with this crap. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project In just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, are you in Arizona? I am. Tonight, January 27th through Sunday, January 30th, I will be at CB Live in Phoenix. There's a link to tickets right here in the show notes, or you can go to my website and click the link there. And my special called It's Scary in Here is free on YouTube. There's also a link to that in the show notes as well. Watch it. Give a brother a thumbs up. And if you can come see me in Phoenix, please come up after the show and let me shake your hand. And thank you for all the love and support you've shown me and this podcast. Now let's listen to Karen Rontowski. 
talking to you, boy. ADHD, it's not just for kids. Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is a very funny and fascinating lady. She's not only a great stand-up that you've seen on Letterman and on Sirius XM Radio, her podcast is called Paranormal Karen. She is a ghost hunter, a tarot card reader, and she wears underwear with Santa Claus on them, so it's always Christmas in her pants. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's my pal, Karen Rontowski. How are you? Good. How are you? Good to see you again. Okay. We met. Uh, we, we did stand-up together. It was me, you, and Jay Leno. We hit it off right away. Jay was fabulous as always, and I had fun talking to you and Mavis, Jay's wife. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I, I really, really uh, had a good time with you, and I thank you so much for being on my show. We started a fascinating conversation, and I want to get to all of it. Uh, so let's start with the stand-up first. You started where? Uh, I, well, I tried to get started in Las Vegas. when mm -hmm. I, was, I didn't like school. I didn't like anything. I finished a semester early college, and I got on a plane, and I just went to Vegas, and I became a cigarette girl at Caesars, met a bellman that did it. He brought me to my first open mic. Uh, I was terrible, mm -hmm. but got one big laugh, and then it was like, that's it. This is what I'm doing. And then I moved to San Diego, and that was really where I got started. You know, I started as a cigarette girl in Vegas, too. <laughs> the heels killed me. I just, I, I don't have the posture. Very different in Bakersfield, though, because um, <laughs> you have to sell crack there. <laughs> <laughs> but your stand-up is great. You got, you got this sweet, uh, unassuming delivery, but there's a dark side to it that I love. I have to play this bit because this is one of my favorites. I don't know. My okay. whole family is nuts. I remember my aunt, she used to make embroidered inspirational pillows. Yeah. One day she smothered my uncle with one of them. <laughs> The last thing he saw coming at him was, today is the first day of the rest of your life. <laughs> she was mean. She used to try to curse people. She used to try to give them the evil eye. But unfortunately, she had a lazy eye, so she just kind of spread it all over the room. And No one was really cursed. Everyone just had a little trouble parking. <laughs> That's great. Was Thank there, you. Was there funny in the house growing up? Were your mom and dad and brothers and sisters funny? There was trauma and funny. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad really funny. My dad's really funny, and it's and it's um, uh, you know, he was a tough New York City kid, and he didn't have such a great life, so he was really hard. Mm -hmm. But I I knew that I wasn't in trouble if I could make him laugh. And even now, when he's in the old age home, mm -hmm. and he's like, you know, he's mad about being old and all this. If somebody comes in to talk to him, you you watch the charm go on. Like no one, anyone that knew him outside of the house would be like, what are you guys complaining about? He's so great. Yeah. Even now, turn it on. Yeah, yeah. My mother was like that. She'd be screaming. That, that was my mom's phone voice. Like, <laughs> I am going to throw you down a flight of stairs. Bring. Hello. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, you, so that, that's, is the, you think that's where you got that edge to you from? Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I knew it got me out of trouble. Okay. Yeah, I had the same thing, Karen, with my dad. I, he, was this, he was my hero. And when I could make him laugh, I could take the worry pain. away from his face, take the pain away. Uh -huh. And that's how I, I fit in. But, yeah. And that, that's when I knew, like, okay, I'm supposed to do this. I just don't know for how long. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been in country over 30 years. This could just be a phase, Rontowski. What do I know? <laughs> 
go. Well, that's funny because as you know, I'm moving and there's a minute where I'm like, does this mean my comedy career is over? Mm-hmm. And it's like, means you got to find different gigs. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you've, you're also a ghost hunter and a tower reader. Uh, and we, we talked briefly about it, but you got a bit about ghosts too in your act. So it's nice to see you incorporating both worlds. Yes. Well, that, that's the ultimate, you know, there's a, I just put up a half hour thing. I do a show called psychic standup and mm-hmm. I did it. Zanies had me do it for Halloween. And then they were like every Halloween, right. Uh, where I do the standup. In fact, I have a, a special will be out next year about how I got attacked by a fairy. Um, hold it, but, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. I got to stop you right there because I don't want to miss this. You got attacked by a fairy. Was it, were you at Disneyland or? No, no. Well, it's, it's, uh, so people always think there's ghosts and demons, but there's actually many, many, many things in between there. Um, yeah, there's, there's lawyers, a- the French, there's a lot of things. Exactly, exactly. I've always seen fairies are sort of mystical creatures like leprechauns or, or ghosts or men ready to make a commitment. Mm-hmm. There, you've heard of them. <laughs> you've heard of them, but you you haven't really seen one. Um, but uh, so I was a witch came over to me. I'll give you a short caption. A witch came over to my house and was like, hey, do you guys want to do a fairy spell? And we were like, whatever. And then something got attached to me. And it turned into, it was kind of a nightmare at the time, but you put in jokes and what the hell. Okay, wait a minute. I, I, I just want to back up again for a little bit. Just a witch came over. Did someone yell, Karen, there's a broom in the driveway. Are you expecting company? How did you know? No, someone is always lying on the floor at my house, whether it's like Tuesday taco, past life regression night, or, uh, you know, Wednesday weed and meditation. Somebody's always on my house, Sunday intervention. It's always that we were doing meditation, soul retrieval, all that kind of stuff. So one day I used to do this all the time. Then one day somebody was like, a witch is coming over. We're going to do a spell. And we were like, all right. And then it it didn't go well at all. You could say. (laughs) That's funny. Witch is coming over. We're gonna do a spell. Yeah, it must be Thursday. All right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you're okay now. There's no more attachments or anything. No, no, I'm okay now from that story. But you know, it's interesting when you're in this world. Mm. Um, you have to be careful all the time. You just, you know, if you're looking, I always say, if you look into the paranormal, the paranormal looks back at you. So I don't have any blinders on. I just finished a documentary with um, Ryan Singer did a documentary mm-hmm. and I went with him at this. It was, you want to hear a scary story for a scary story? A, a witch was over my house kind of got me, but you can top that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> So we went to this place called Post Town Elementary School, mm-hmm. and um, it was, I have been to horribly haunted, terrifying, like, I got to get out of here, I can't leave. This was the most haunted place I had ever been. And one of the things that I do when I go ghost hunting, I have a little dog named Courage, and my best friend is an animal communicator. And um, I, how I met her is really interesting. Um, he was very little, he got very sick, and uh, someone said, Karen, you got to call this smart lady in Florida. She talks to animals. She's going to tell you what's wrong with your dog. And I know you're like, hey, Karen, that's ridiculous. There's no smart ladies in Florida. But but what happened was she told me immediately what was wrong with him. And then she kept going, what's the red thing that you pull over his his, uh, head? What is that? And I was like, oh, my God. 
he knows he's a service dog. She goes, he keeps telling me he has a job and he's very, very important. Mm-hmm. And it kind of blew my mind because we hadn't mentioned that at all. And then she, I, she said, do you want to ask me anything else? I said, why doesn't he let the dog across the street without missing a beat? She goes, oh, that dog doesn't have a job. <laughs> I so was like, oh. My. Your dog is judging others. Look at that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She she nicknamed him the boss because right. she says he is so bossy. So um, so we took him to this haunted place. Okay. Now, Animal Communicator is in Virginia. She's on the phone, walk in the front door with Courage. She tells us what Courage sees. Courage is describing rooms that we have not been in yet. Mm-hmm. He's describing what happened. He's describing furniture. It's like it's going to be mind blowing in the documentary. So then we hang up the phone. Courage goes back to the hotel room. We're doing this investigation all night. This guy has this incredible, I don't know if you ever watched the ghost shows where they have that machine that goes, it, it scans radio stations and you get words. The EMF, the EMF thing? No, it's a, it's actually a, a called a voice box, a spirit box. Yeah, you know how I know? I think I might have mentioned Phil, who's on the show, sees ghosts. And he thinks his grandmother is living in a bookcase. Is that possible? She could be. Depends what, what kind of books he's got in there. Okay. Um, so this guy took that machine and he did so much to it that the spirits, they can put their voice on that, um, lay it on the white noise because mm-hmm. they don't have a voice box. So they can't get it out. So this kid made this machine that, first of all, took out the white noise you can hear exactly what they're saying. And then he hit it with reverb. So what it might be is we might be in a room with that machine and we'll say, um, hey, do you know who's here? And then you'll hear the machine go, Adam, Adam, Adam. And you can literally have a conversation with the spirits. This blew my mind. So much so the next day, I'm listening to all our recordings. I can't believe it. I can't hear what we're saying. Phone the animal communicator and go, this guy had this machine. After we hung up with you late at night, we had this machine. It was great. Do you want to hear one of the clips? Mm -hmm. She says, sure. So I send it to her and she sends me a text back and says, I can't stop shaking. And I said, why? What happened? And out of the hundreds of clips I had, the one I sent her, she hears the first voice is her grandson who calls her Gammy. Mm-hmm. And the voice goes, Gammy, Gammy, Gammy. And the second voice goes, Sonia, Sonia, Sonia. So literally, the, like she wasn't even there. Like they were just, that's how spirits can play a trick. They were like, we know who you are. And this is how we're doing it. Wow. Yes. It freaked me out. Wow. That, I, Karen, that is a lot to digest. <laughs> the, the thing I can really tell you that i i definitely believe in there's people mm-hmm. on your floor in your house that one i have no trouble <laughs> processing everything else i'm on the fence i gotta be honest with you not that i tell gammy i said hello tell sonia yeah. i said hello but you know if anyone wants to listen to my halloween episode it's long but you can actually hear that audio okay of, of and the halloween side. episode is on your podcast paranormal karen wherever you get your podcast yeah. okay yeah now like i said my friend phil believes in ghosts i uh, i don't all right. I believe in Phil and I believe he's, you know, and I, and I love him to death. He's my best friend in the world uh, and I, I will support him. So let me ask you this. How would grandma, why wouldn't his grandmother just show up, you know, float around and go, Phil, it's me. Pick up your underwear. You know, why wouldn't she just do something like that? Why do you got to go through all the radios and stuff? 
Um, first of all, a couple of things. Well, why they wouldn't show up right away. Mm -hmm. First of all, we don't know what's going on in their side. Mm -hmm. That has usually that's a very strong spirit. It can um, be angry spirit or it's not that easy for them to, especially if his grandmother passed over. You got two kinds of ghosts. You got the ghost spirits that have passed over mm -hmm. and you got the spirits that are stuck. If they have already crossed Ooh. over, this world is like walking through mud. So why don't they just come out and show themselves? We don't know if they have that ability. We don't know if they can. We don't know how much energy that takes. Okay. Um, now, a residual haunting is very different. There is an intellectual haunting, which is could be his grandmother coming down going, don't get in the car today, or it's nice to see you, mm -hmm. where there's an actual interaction. A residual haunting is just something that plays like a videotape imprint remember you couldn't leave the dvd on because it would imprint yeah um it, it's just like that if somebody uh walked by this is my favorite story about that there was this couple that bought a house from the older couple that passed away the older they bought it from their kids the older couple had been lived there for like 50 years they built the house they lived in it the new couple moves in every morning when they get up the kitchen cabinets are open Okay, they, they don't know what, close them every night, kitchen cabinets are open. They finally call the kids and say, what is the deal? Did your parents have trouble with this? And they said, no. When they built that house, my mom wanted shelving mm -hmm. and dad wanted cabinets. So one day mom went away for the day, came back and the father had put cabinet shelves on. That made her so mad that every morning she would open the cabinets just to be like, I don't like these. They did that for like 50 years. They created an imprint. So now that spirit, that angry, this is why you should never get married. <laughs> that spirit is still opening those cabinets. So that energy repeated so many times that it repeats now. Is it connected to the cabinet? Is it, is it the original cabinets? It's, it's not really the cabinet. You could probably get rid of the cabinets, um, but it would just, if you got rid of the cabinets, it would probably energetically still be happening, but they wouldn't be opening. So, I mean, there, would be so, so, so there's part of an angry lady in that kitchen. Well, there's part of a dumb man, too. I said, look, you take your side. <laughs> yes. I'll take mine. Yeah. And your dog will think we're both wrong. Right, right. That's yeah. why I said there's an angry lady, because she's the one that's affecting the action. So that would make sense. The dumb guy is probably a dumb guy in this world or the next world. And then he'll come back as a dumb guy in this world again. But, yes. But he's not remaining are... is what I'm saying. Oh, uh, I don't think she's remaining either. Well, either something's opening up these frigging cabinets if it ain't the cabinets. It's an energetic imprint. So there's an energy. It's not her soul. It's not her consciousness. It's just a repeat energy. Okay. But my question is uh, that energy came out of the energy that used to be her. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So it was an angry lady. <laughs> Your an witness. Angry. And it probably was more it probably was like a really a huge argument between them listen so. i don't know these people but i'm sure this isn't <laughs> the first thing that they fought yeah. about exactly exactly as a matter of fact i think it's the last thing how did the guy <laughs> die she slammed his head in the cabinet that's how he died <laughs> i hope so and now you're also a tarot card reader yes and you told me that people can actually learn tarot from you where can they go to learn tarot from you 
Well, there's two places. Um, tarot is a system. So mm -hmm. once people look at the system, they can also turn on their intuition. The whole thing gets going. I sell a class, a tarot class on my website, if mm -hmm. anyone wants to take it. Or I have a Patreon where people can join for $3 or for $15. They can learn about the cards. Um, they can learn how to do readings. The $3 level is obviously very basic. Mm -hmm. The $15 level is pretty intense. Okay, cool. Uh, just a, a quick question. I'm thinking of taking... Um... Cincinnati, Kansas City, uh, and Tampa Bay. <laughs> if I give you fifteen dollars, what do you got? I will tell you. The, I will tell you why this is a good question that people always have. One day, my dad asked me without telling me anything about racing. He took the racing form mm. and told me who's going to win one, two, three, four. You know, he gave me numbers. So every time he gave it to me, I picked the um, the the top pick, mm -hmm. the one that was supposed to win wasn't always the one that won but i always picked the one that was supposed to win um and that is because we still have control over our future when someone calls me for a reading i am telling them the trajectory they are on right now okay. but we do still have uh abilities to change now do you know why that could why trajectories change Yes. Well, timelines change that we're on, but it's pretty. Um, okay. So let me think of a good example of this. Um, okay. So ladies will come to me very often that are having trouble pregnant, getting pregnant or can't get pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I will, I'll do the cards and there will be a card that's like, well, I don't understand why you're, who told you this? And they'll say, well, the doctor said, blah, blah, blah. And I'll say, no, the doctor's wrong. You're going to have a baby. I'll get a call a month later. You're not going to believe it. I'm pregnant. Um, Question. That, did you sleep with the doctor? I did. No, not you. <laughs> did you sleep with the doctor? Yes. And, and, was, and did you know you were going to in those cards? Did you say, <laughs> mm, I better shave my legs? I did. <laughs> this is the trajectory um, I'm on. That's the trajectory. That's, the, that's what we call it now, trajectory. Okay, so let me ask you this. Let's, let's say you give me a reading that I really like, and I want to stay on that trajectory. How does a person do that? Usually, with that positive energy behind it, they do stay on it. Mm -hmm. you, people can screw it up, and this is what they'll sometimes call me back, and they'll say, you know, that was really going to, you said that was really going to work out with that guy. And then I'll do the cards, and I'll go, well, did you cheat? And they'll be like, yeah. And I was like, well, what did you think yeah. was going to happen? Usually, uh, Usually the trajectory is pretty, the only time, if it's a really negative, this mm. is what we can do for a negative. Like if I see a couple is having a blowout fight and I'm like, you have to harness this. Then someone will call me and go, you know what? It happened and I heard your voice in my head and I calmed it down and it was not nearly as bad. Everything didn't go as badly because I knew this was coming. So that's a good example mm -hmm. of it. Um, you know, of course, uh, um, uh, usually the positive energy between a, for a positive energy will carry. Okay. God, if you only talk to the cabinet people, none of this would happen. I know, but I like that story. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right well, let's do this. Give me a reading. Give me a quick okay. reading. Um, and, uh, and we'll see, uh, see if I like the trajectory. All right. And what shall we read about? Uh, well, I, I have the love of my life and I'm hoping I'm hers. How about we do, uh, how about we do a uh, career? Okay. And I'm going to put
put a short-term window on this. I'm going to say the next two to three months. Okay. So I can see if I can get more details. And also, um, uh, yeah, that just helps me out. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, this is great. Um, so you are going into a personal numerological year eight. Okay. So the year you were in before uh, or in right now that's coming up and changing is a year seven. And sevens are very like, what am I doing? Is this right? I can't figure out where am I going? Who am I? Very philosophical. Mm -hmm. But eights are all career. Okay. The wind is at your back when you are in an eight. Good things happen. Changes happen. This is the year to manifest career. It's going to be the number one thing in front of you. Okay. Um, very interesting. In the next couple of months, I feel like it may have been um, either, it almost looks like behind you, there was an overwhelming more paperwork or writing, or it was more on paper. And there's a lot of overthinking going on right now. That Hello. is all going to be. That is all going to balance out. And it's almost important the talk that I said to you about the trajectory. Like this is a really big deal right now. Mm -hmm. So I have all this chaos kind of going on. So my, I see the psychic stand-up show, the one I want to be, I have like a three minute loop in my head where I, I get the psychic thing. I get the laugh. I got that feeling. Mm -hmm. So when start to get scared I like sort of edit that loop right back in okay. that's what you want to be doing because the overthinking is almost trapping you and it kind of feels like it feels a little bit like you're making decisions right now and um I just feel like it's starting to balance out there is some really good work right ahead of you it's like boom boom that's good then everything is going to stop for a minute there is a piece of what you're getting ready to move to the next level. And I don't know if you've ever heard that saying, um, uh, you know, like if something really bad happens, you just wait. It means something good's coming right after it. Everything's going to kind of hold for a second. And there's some things that are going to be slipping through your finger. You're going to be like, oh, I thought I had that audition. I thought I had that. I thought I had that. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Because you really are getting ready to move to that next level, which means I, I don't know what that means as in for like bigger meetings or, um, you know, uh, getting a TV show or all this stuff, but it is just percolating there and it's ready to step up. Now, I am going to tell you again to stay with what I told you, which is seeing me on, in the movie, seeing me in a TV show, seeing my TV show, whatever you're doing there, mm -hmm. because. You don't want to fall back whenever this card comes up. Are you ready? Yeah. <gasps> What's that card? Devil. Devil. All right. Okay. This lurks around you. The devil card is about what we do to ourselves. Okay. okay. Do I feel guilty? Do I regret it? Did I, was I insecure? Was it stupid? You just have to know that this is coming. There's a female that I don't know if that's your agent or somebody, but there's a female that is going to give you direct advice. Like you need to do A, B, and C. Yeah, it's called She's a not, wife. Yes, it could be her if she knows your career. Um, but she is going to give you good advice. Listen to it. All right, great. That's great. Okay, speaking of my wife, my beautiful wife, uh, what do you got for my wife? I want her to be okay. happy, healthy. And I want her to realize how lucky she is to have me, Rontowski. That's what I want. Oh, well, you have to put some cabinets on your. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do a general for her. Okay. I always do full disclosure if I already know. Is mm. she 
uh, there was something about plants with her. Does that make sense? Animals. Oh, animals. Okay. Got it. Okay. She has, she should be, uh, her thing with animals is right. Mm -hmm. um, her doing things with animals. She has a little animal communication thing going on. Yeah. She's quite psychic. Um, she actually, I really wish she would do that. Um, do you have one animal that's not doing well right now? Uh, well, we have our little dog that, that, I think is doing okay. I mean, she's a little overweight, but COVID's gotten to us all. She's nervous. She eats. Um, but she's got a bunch of creatures in the backyard. You know, she feeds. Oh, so there's okay. squirrels, there's hawks, there's birds. There's Every morning she gets up, she holds up a lion cub. Like, and they all come. So who knows if one of those is sick. I Actually, she had a dove that she nursed back to health in the house. The dove was living in the house for like a month. She actually should be doing that. She should be. Don't, I don't want these. I'm going to start slamming cabinets. I don't want these friggin' animals in the house. What am I building an ark? <laughs> she, uh, she should be doing something with animals. That's all I'm saying. She is an animal communicator. And if mm -hmm. she focuses on that, she's going to know exactly what the animals need. That's why I feel like one is coming to her or, or one that will be ill mm -hmm. that she feel. Um, right now she's got a lot of family confusion around her or something. Mm -hmm. Um, just tell her to sit through that. Just tell her to sit and not say anything. Okay. Um, there's something going on with her and this will be with the animals mm -hmm. or it will push her towards the animals. And this is what I want to keep saying. She has two endings coming up one right now and one coming up in a couple months. Like, like she's done with stuff. I just feel like she's done with it. I'm done with this. I'm out. I'm done with this. I'm out. Um, hang on. I got to get this clearer. It's almost like she was in systems or in her life was involved in this system and that system. Now you said she was an actress, right? Yeah. She's a model um, it would be actress. almost, yes. And it'd be almost like, she's like, I'm done with that. I'm done with those people. I'm just done with the whole thing. And she's getting ready to start this whole new cycle. Okay. One of it feels like clutter or stuff. Okay. okay. Not not animals. Just feels like stuff. Like if she started throwing stuff away, that would feel way better. Okay. Um, something about getting see. Um, I actually think her is she still modeling? Because I still think there's some stuff there. No, she's not. But she she's stunning. She's beautiful. She I could. Think she, she could. Yeah. She should. Yeah. Um, also, she should be writing a blog about animals. Writing a blog about animals. Okay, great. Um. Now, my best friend in the world is on the show, too. I've known him longer than I know my wife. Uh, his name is Phil. What do you got for my pal, Phil? Okay, I, I'll so ask you this. He's, he's a romantic. Uh, I, I, love and career. If you got anything real quick for Phil, I can give him some good news. Okay, let's do love for Phil. And Phil uh, single? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what? I think when Phil... Um, Two things. Okay, let's get him out of this cycle and into something really good. Okay. Okay. Because um, I feel like Phil can be his own worst enemy. Mm -hmm. And what I would ask him if he was here is, does he, in his romantic fantasies, does he always see the person leaving him? or exiting him. That is definitely the feeling I get mm -hmm. um, because I keep getting that he sees he's stuck in a loop about a lose-lose situation. Okay. Um, he also tends to give too much to the relationship instead of like letting it be equal or pulling back in. Mm -hmm. um, he does have a girl that will be around him. And I want to say 
kind of soon, but I feel like he feels intimidated by her or it can't get started. Okay. Hold on. Let me tell Phil about the next woman coming in. I, I don't know if I can give him a when. Okay. Okay. He, does he get intimidated by, I keep getting this card like he's kind of intimidated. If he does, that's something he should get over? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He has no idea his value. Mm-hmm. He has no idea his value. And also there's, um, this is really strange, but the voice in his head is like that of his father. Like if his father was like, yeah, he's going to be single. Or that voice has to, he has to start to differentiate what is his thoughts and what is his father. Because his father shows up big time. Yeah. But somebody in his family was absolutely about this doesn't work or this is not going to work. Or somebody said, don't be happy. That's when bad things happen. He's got to get that programming out. That's not working. Okay. Um, let me tell, um, let me tell um, Phil one more thing. Okay. Good. Um, so Phil, there is this woman coming around this year that I really want you to um, send me an email and we'll talk about it. She is actually pretty intuitive and she may be a little woo-woo like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's pretty magical. This actually looks like it could really have a... Uh, uh, stability to it mm-hmm. um she's absolutely either an artist or a um something uh not a left brain person mm-hmm. which is no she's not an accountant she's not a this she's not a that um she is uh she's probably a leo mm-hmm. okay um really creative she will balance that he he has to get that self-esteem but she will balance the stuff that he is supposed to be doing and he doesn't have the guts to do it yet great Okay. Can I ask you this? Is it his grandmother? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, and now my uh, n- another dear friend, uh, a brother and a family member is Mark Stern. He's on the show with us too. What do you got for Mark? Okay. Mark feels like the skeptic. Uh, all right. Is he the one that would be the... the... I think I would be the one. <laughs> ah. I think that would be me, but... <laughs> Wow, you boys. Wow, is he worried about something? Okay. Yeah. All right. So the situation that he is so worried about, um, literally the card in his head is worried about what's not going to happen. So just hang in there, wait this out. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole situation is either about to wrap up or the new beginning of the solution is about to step in. Okay. Uh, they're going to kind of see where this is going and then it's like kind of slowly but absolutely moving in the right direction he's moving out of this and it's going to be way better it's the situation is going to just he'll know it's i kind of want to say the solution is there the healing is started everything's going it's just going to take a while um just tell him to let go okay okay he'll get this feeling but whatever that is uh where it's just like a lot of resistance and um the word imitation comes up. I don't know. The word imitation. Mark likes to dress up in Roman armor. That might be it. <laughs> He's get a tarot deck. <laughs> okay. Would that be um? Would that be a a, a long distance Those relationship? Grandma? Oh, if I can read his long distance relationship. Yeah, read that. that. Be... Okay. So this with the long distance uh, relationship. It actually is hitting, she, I will just say this, Mm. she is worth it, but man, it's going to go like this. It'll get on the right trajectory, but it's going to go like this. Mm -hmm. And they are going to have sort of splits 
and then come back together and mm. splits and then come back together. Would that be um, because of because of distance or emotions? I feel like it's because of distance. Okay. Let great. me emotionally. Well, I have to say, I'm not, I can't separate the two, mm -hmm. but it's not like if she was right here, they would, it's, it's both. The distance is the, the distance is the excuse for the emotional stuff. Got it. Makes sense. So if they turn that corner and just think about today, this is where we are today. This is where we are now then it's going to make it. Um, but there's a lot of chemistry here. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of good stuff here. Um, yeah, I, I think sure. he is actually in the next couple of months going to walk away and then they come back mm -hmm. or there'll be silence and then they come back. But I feel like it's him doing that. He's way sensitive. Yeah, he's a good dude. And and uh, and and, uh, and we love him a lot. Okay, let me ask you this. Uh, our sh This show brought us all together. We were all friends and then we, we all did this show. So can I ask you about the audience give me a reading for the audience of the show because our, our objective here is to share our family uh with everybody else and i'm hoping that 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 message is getting out can you give me a little more specificity on the uh, question is, is is the intention of the show to share our our lives with someone else and provide a uh, uh a little bit of a a second family to them yes and it's actually doing a little more than that um I don't know if there's something about there's something about you guys and um, the encouragement is coming in a different way than you're thinking. Like mm -hmm. you're thinking like, oh, we all have this family. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing the encouragement as you all have to keep getting this card of lose, lose situation. Mm -hmm. And it's like to encourage people out of that, that look at what we made of that. Look at and it's not like you're just talking about trauma or bad things. But it's like from that perspective, it is absolutely bringing people, grounding people. And that's a really important thing. It's grounding them in that this is, this is, this is what, what grouping like that can feel like. Right. They're, they're probably talking to their old friends because of it. That's good. That's good. Yeah, because the, 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 the intention was to inspire. So I'm, I'm hoping that we get a chance to do that. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? And you do that for me, man. I really enjoyed meeting you. I really enjoyed working with you. I uh, I find you to be fascinating. I think you're out of your friggin' mind, but I... <laughs> that's the best. Yeah. <laughs> People want to get a hold of you. Where do they go, Karen? Uh, they can go to KarenRontowski.com. Mm -hmm. uh, my podcast is Paranormal Karen, and you can go to ParanormalKaren.com. They'll go to my site. They can get a reading. They can take my class. They can learn my Patreon. Also, if they have a ghost problem, mm -hmm. they can email me, no cost. I'll, I'll give them a consult. That's great. Ah, I can't thank you enough. I hope uh, we laugh together again soon, and uh, best to you and your family, okay? Thank you, Adam. Stay safe, baby. The ADD interview was brought to you by CruiseIntoWellness.com. CruiseIntoWellness.com for all your CBD needs. Now, let's say one of your friends calls you up on a Tuesday and says, The witch is coming over. We're going to do a spell. This could cause you a little anxiety. So why don't you do what I do? Take one of the gummies they have at cruiseintowellness.com. They also have edibles, tinctures, pain creams, bath products, and pet products. And you know what? You get 20% off with the coupon code ADAM. Oh, you already knew that. So go and do it. 20% off anything they have at cruiseintowellness.com. Go. Feel better. My name is Karen Rontowski, and that is 30 Minutes I Will Never Get Back. She was fascinating to mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievably fascinating. <laughs> I am so, 
I'm so intrigued by all of that. And and the idea of the energy carrying over, I totally believe that. I really do. Hey, look, I, I will tell you this. I really like her a lot. But I told you, I have no problem believing there was someone laying on your floor all the time. The rest of it I'm having a little problem with. And <laughs> she understood. Yeah. But the energetic patterns is what I found fascinating, you know, with the cabinets. And that, so whoever's, whoever bought my parents' house, they're locked in that bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> those That's windows, terrible. those window cranks still keep disappearing. <laughs> Every morning, a guy wakes up to get out his underwear. He's like, ah, I got cranks. <laughs> Joe, somebody named Joe? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. How did these cranks get in my underwear drawer? Yeah. Okay, are you guys done? Are you all done? <laughs> huh? I have one reaction to this whole thing. So there's apparently some girl that's going to come into my life, mm-hmm. and she's going to balance me out, and she's going to help me be who I'm supposed to be. Here's Adam's reply. Is it his grandmother? Is it my grandmother? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Is it my grandmother? Yeah, because I'm going to date my grandmother, you idiot. What is wrong with you? Phil, <laughs> when you started doing stand-up, you traveled with a picture of your grandmother. You put it on a nightstand. Yeah, she's my grandmother. All right. Fine. Well, I actually, when she <laughs> described who Phil would maybe meet, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I could be friends with her. Good. Thank <laughs> That's God. That's what I thought. I'm like, okay, we can hang out. <laughs> Thank God. No, I just, you know what? Fun. I, I just, I just want to know where the hell she is. Well, she just, will she hurry it up? I gotta be, I gotta get balanced. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That energy's gonna bring her right to you, you. <laughs> and then you know what else? Right after that thought I had, mm. is it one of my girlfriends? And I'm like, no, no, she, he doesn't, he doesn't know her. Mm. Okay, he doesn't know her. Right. Okay. Someone new. All right. so, somebody new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody knew. I, I'll, t- I'll tell you from the way they feel, the way that she described them. I'm sure she's gonna be crazy number three. I can see it coming. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. She hit right on the head that I'm too giving in relationships. You mm-hmm. know, you know what I've given already over a hundred grand, and that's just to the second one. <laughs> yeah, she hit that right on the head. I was happy for you, Phil. I mean, it's like, you know, you get this great thing coming towards you, man. That's that's I, I was I was actually kind of jealous. I was like, that's a really cool reading you got, you know? She said I was stuck in a loop. What no, the hell was, what no, the hell was she that? She didn't say you were stuck in a loop. She said they, there's a lose-lose pattern, a situation that you have that thought pattern. Well, she did say that this woman mm-hmm. was going to help him out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But That's I'm positive. intimidated by her. But I'm intimidated by yeah, her, but too. Phil, but let's what be, is that? Yeah, but Phil, let's be honest. It's not just her. <laughs> what, what does that mean? What does that mean? You know, every woman is like, uh, you, you just got to get past that pattern, Phil. And, and you got to get your father's voice out of your head. Oh, what the hell is that now? Because maybe it wasn't my grandmother in the bookcase at all. It's my dad. What, what does my dad want now? I need that in my head. He's in my head. So, you know what? You know what? I was wrong. He's going to marry his dad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Your father's a ghost. And you're just like, <laughs> what did I do wrong what, now? <laughs> whatever, man. You know, but can I just ask you, how could she read my cards if I'm not there? Like, that was impressive. Yeah. And she got it all on the head, too. She she did. She totally yeah. did. I don't know how she did. I thought you had to, like, be there for that to happen. No. Apparently your she energy felt you. Yeah. She felt you. She goes, it could be Phil, could be gas. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, so you're in good shape. For Stern, you're in good shape, too. Your relationship's going to go. Basically, when she said there's, there's going to be ups and downs in this long-distance relationship, you know what that means? What? You're in a friggin' relationship. Doesn't matter. It's the same damn thing. <laughs> yeah. I love how she said... 
Well, oh, this Mark, he sounds like he's the one that would be skeptical. Yeah. She did <laughs> I'm say like, that. I believe, yeah. I'm like, I believe everything. <laughs> You're like, no, no, I'm the skeptic. Yeah. That's me. Adam, yeah, that's Adam what Ferrari. I said. And that's pretty much me, Mark. <laughs> yes. But I, I, I was pleased to hear that uh, <laughs> that things will go well with uh, Gabrielle. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and uh, I, I'd rather do without the downs, but that's life. You got to have downs. You got to have ups. You yeah. Know? That's, mm-hmm. that's how it goes. Yeah. It's hard long distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Well, it's okay. There's long distance Mm -hmm. and then there's a worldwide pandemic and your girlfriend lives in a different country and you can't see her. It's like, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, but we're still going great and she still makes me smile every single day. So I was very, very happy and very lucky. That's nice. What is it you're worried about? She said you're worried about something. She nailed that about me. I don't know if that's like a generalization, but when she said he's worried about a lot of stuff, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. Yeah. Again, yeah, it's another, another thought pattern. I got it too. And yeah. th- th- this actually helped me. The okay. worry is not responsibility. I would always equate worry with responsibility because my father was always worried. He was the right. man of the house and that's how you'd be responsible. Worry is not responsibility. Just because you worry about something doesn't mean it's getting any better. You think, well, if I take my attention away from this, it's going to happen. It's going to happen whether you take attention or not. You know, don't be stupid. But worry is not responsibility. You don't have to assume that thought pattern to be a responsible person. Well, what is worry? What is worry? Mm-hmm. The way I live my friggin' life. That's what it is. <laughs> you think I believe any of this bullshit? <laughs> no. She was she was pretty accurate. You think? If, yeah. If I sit back and listen to what she said about each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you're going to start writing an animal blog? Yeah. That, Where's that? I, you know what? Hypothetically, I wish I could, but mm-hmm. I would think that no one would find it interesting. So, I would. I would read it every day. You every would? day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. I, it's just so natural for me to think about and care for animals that, mm-hmm. you know. But you don't think it's, it, but it's you don't think it's something special because it's something Mm-mm. that you do instinctually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think I, maybe a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, I used to think just because if I can do it, anybody can do it, and yeah. it, it, it's, it's not true, you know. And I think that's where the self worth comes from. You know, I'm just excited that I'm just excited that you're about to hit the next level. That's good news for me. Because <laughs> he's tagging along. Yeah, because I'm tagging along, brother. That's great. Gosh, See, get to this level, would you? Get to this level. God, I hope she's right. Let's go. Bring it on down. Next level coming up. Did she uh, use the term series regular? I couldn't. I couldn't make that out in a She better. <laughs> no, she. She said TV show. She said TV show, dude. There you go. You know, and that and that's going to get me out of the loop in a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. No pressure. Yeah, Phil's already cashing it. <laughs> yeah, I I'm already nothing. the head writer. I'm the head writer already. I got nothing. He's, he's, he's already in the writer's room. Yeah, he's already got dental. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Adam. Mm-hmm. The other thing about the energy being left behind, and and we've already established that. I believe everything just to circle back to that. Mm -hmm. I believe all of that. And for people that want to poo poo it, you go spend a night in the Amityville horror house and see what you believe and what you don't believe. All right. I'm going to tell you what I told Phil about the Amityville horror house. There's people living there. Okay. It's someone's (laughs) home. We can't just go in. Yeah, honey. Um, 
Well, yeah, I choose to not open those doors. Yeah, me too. You know, it's like, I don't need to open that door. When I was a kid, the older kids went, that house is haunted. I'll walk home from school another way. I don't need this. <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, all yeah. the ghost has to say to me once is get out. See ya. Bye. <laughs> That's it. I'm not curious. I don't care. It, it's your yeah. grandmother. Miss you. Selling the bookcase. <laughs> if, if those, if those freaking cabinets were open and closing and opening and closing, yeah. I would get crazy glue, or I would take a ch- uh, sledgehammer. I move. I'm with this. I yeah. would move. I would, I would say, move. I would put the house on the market, and I would say magic cabinets. No other house like it. <laughs> it's not a bug. It's by a the feature. Way, by the way, I read an article recently that if you if you buy a haunted house, you can sue the owners who sold it to you, and they have to give you your money back if the house is haunted. There's a haunted clause? Yeah, there's a haunted clause. There is a haunted clause. Yep. Going to be a tough one in court. Who knew? Yeah, what comic book did you read this in? <laughs> I've never big, heard you of know, I always I always read the ghost stuff. I love the ghost stuff. I love all that shit. I'd be the one going back in. And I wanted to, you you and I to go and stay in the Amityville house, and you didn't want to. Because people live there, you moron. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like the dog. They don't have jobs. They're just living off these bipeds. <laughs> I'll tell you what's wrong with this country. These dogs don't work. <laughs> these lazy bums. <laughs> and that one stole my bone. That you ever hear any Iditarod? They're hiring. <laughs> <laughs> what? The Iditarod's the dog sled race. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So. I've had. I haven't had Stuff a chance work. to attend one of those, Adam. We're not going. It's cold. We're not going to the Amityville Horror House, and we're not going to Alaska. You want, if you want to get a bet down, I'll get a bet down for you. But we're waiting for the results to come in right here in the living room, honey. I'm not leaving. You know what I was very pleased about? The show. The show's reaching people. That's I was very yes. pleased about the, the show's reaching people and it's helping what you say, it's helping ground people and they mm-hmm. could they could, you know, make something out of their circumstances. Yeah. Well it's nice that they're if the folks are getting some out of it, but we know it really the show is just for you to help you get through your shit. That's right, it Adam? pretty much. It's, it's it. I need a sounding board to get through my problems, all right? <laughs> yeah. That's so what, for helping And if I'm going down, out, I'm yeah. taking all of you with me. I've said it before. <laughs> well look, I think we all now we we got homework, honey. You keep talking to the animals. Write your blog every day <laughs> about the animal. Mrs. Doolittle says, you know, whatever you want to call it. Stern, you're you're mm-hmm. in a normal relationship. It's going to have some ups and downs and stop worrying. You're going to you. get like a fever blister or something. You don't want that. Stop worrying. <laughs> Hopefully I'll get a job. And if I get the job at the next level, that'll make me and Phil happy. That's a two for one right there. <laughs> two for- yeah, that's exactly right. Phil's coming with me. So that's good. And Phil, you got to get, you have the thought pattern. I got it too in my family. It was all out of fear. You know, like though, when you're happy, you know, that's when something can happen. My, my father was a protective thing. My father, like the glass wasn't half full. It was half empty. There was shit floating in the water and it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would get the mixed messages. Here's the, here's the mixed messages I would get in my house. I think I told you the two teaching tools in the house was the Bible and the Godfather. <laughs> my mother would say you do unto others as you would have them do unto you I'd say, yeah listen to your mother 
and you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. <laughs> you understand me? Now, wh now, what did you hear? He goes, uh, be nice to people and don't let it see them coming. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so we all got something to work on. Yeah. I want to thank Karen Rontowski for being my guest. Uh, you can listen to her podcast, Paranormal Karen, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, honey, if they want to get a hold of us, where do they go? Adam at Gmail. Uh, thank you so much for telling you someone you love about the show. It's growing and it's all because of you. If you get a chance to leave us a review, that helps us with our friend. Mr. Algorithm. And please remember that life is hard, so you take it easy on yourself. Pod is ended. Go in peace. That or that cartoon, Peanuts, with that cloud. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was Pigpen. I think, you know what it was in the, the Flintstones was Bad Luck Schlepprock. Oh, that I, that I don't know, but that Bad sounds... luck Schlepprock means two things. When he shows up, bad luck's going to happen, and the writers were Jewish. Oi, Gavald, it's Schlepprock.